Brad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 3, HQ, for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, a.k.a. Graybeard, the CEO, co-founder, and captain of the pirate ship U.S. Comics. That must make me vengeance. <laughs> the night I am the CEO. And also sometimes a pirate. Oh, and we need <laughs> to get emergency services Charlie's way right quick. Uh, actually, you know, if, if emergency services has a little time left over, send them my way because the second that we went live, I turned into a cranberry. What the hell is going on with my color? I do not know, but I don't. That's me, man. That's like that's it. all me. I, don't I run like from this from from running the podcast. I now control your lights, my dear brother. Fair enough. Fair enough. You you said you were the captain. I am. And and spoiler alert, we talked about it before the show started, but on this beautiful comic book day, I got to ask, mm-hmm. how many episodes are you in This Flag Means Death? Our boy Taika Watiti. Listen, the best thing he ever did was two girlfriends. I'm, I'm not going to pretend I'm not some weird product of the 90s. That makes my heart happy every time. The second best thing he did was give me entertainment I fully didn't expect. John, are you even a pirate fan? Tell, walk me through your experience with the first few episodes of this flag means death i mean first and first first mostly i think perhaps the worst thing the worst decision he ever made was trying to juggle two girlfriends but that remains to be seen um dude you know in my book i refer to him as our favorite kiwi and i meant it. <laughs> it came from the the very best of places the, the man in my book can do no wrong. I have literally lost my voice trying to talk people into watching, uh, um, you know, uh, what we do in the shadows, into watching. I mean, like, basically anything he puts his little, uh, his little genius freaking uh, hands on, it's a winner. Uh, so the second that I saw this coming on, I'm a big fan of the pirate genre. Uh, even though, quite frankly, we haven't gotten anywhere near as much of it as we should have. It's such a, such a, uh, a ready and viable uh, genre. And they try every few years. of what years. Facebook tries to say. Facebook's like, no, pirates? Oh, skull and crossbones? No. Yeah, oh, this, just... is, this is worrisome content. Facebook, you Zuckerberg. You and your robots have got to go. How dare you try to hold back U.S. comics and even worse, Taika Waititi. I I am going to join the metaverse just to put a fucking pirate icon on my chubby digital self. You want me to plug into the Matrix? I'm going to ruin your shit. I'm going to glitch out like fucking Black Mirror. No one will be able to see me because they're like, oh, Now I don't want the steak. I don't. Cipher was wrong. Yeah, I've um, gone full. I've gone full Morpheus. I'm. I'm right in it. that side of the cult. <laughs> We're gonna give dance. Me that red pool. <laughs> We're gonna dance half butt naked in the caves. Uh, you, you bring up a very, very um, valid point. As the, usual. The, sec- 
The second most valid point uh, is coming to us over our Facebook chat. We are live tonight. So if you got something to say, please do. Like our buddy Ellis, who says, Pirates are the enemy of ninjas. Pirates versus ninjas. Uh, right I would watch that. that show every day. You know, it's funny, though. It's every few years they try to make pirates happen. And much like Fetch, it never they? seems to take on. When I was young, I remember there was a cartoon, The Pirates of Blackwater. The Pirates of Blackwater, man. I remember Pirates that. of Blackwater. Now, now, admittedly, you and I grew up experiencing the best of times simultaneously with the worst of times. I couldn't tell you how our family was doing financially because we would go to Universal for like a, what felt like a four-week vacation and then come back and it's like you can have seven clearance toys at kb <laughs> so i had all the pirates of blackwater shit because the budget clearly was big enough i was able to buy 18 toys but they were not allowed to be full price toys uh but all i know is i wound up swashbuckling um with the fucking play set and and the one guy looked the like a chubby Blackwater was like a, a pretty forward-thinking cartoon like other than maybe uh, um, was it Atlantis? What was that like? The, the like the, the weird one Disney movie Disney that almost movie like that took them out of business. Didn't make eight billion dollars. They were like, oh, you don't. Oh, characters with glasses. That's no good. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Here's another princess. Our bed. Maybe I just uh, imagine I just lion here or there. I just imagine you immediately were like, I need to get contacts. This fucking four, like this, this four-eyed nerd can't get and away he, with glasses. And he even had like that the '90s uh, boy next door hairdo, and like even that didn't put him over. I'm like, nah, forget about that. <laughs> like, nah, this I, is, I, I disagree, bro. Pirates. See, here's the thing: you don't disagree get with what much about what you're talking about. Like pirates, uh, they take a, they take a while to roll out, and when oh, they yeah, do, yeah. because black sails on stars, which no I talked about stars. here, well. Um, I, I talked about here when it was happening. It took me as a pirate fan, not of the Pittsburgh Pirates, Roberto Clemente put aside. Um, it took me a while to realize that, that was actually a prequel to like Treasure Island, which is one of the most <laughs> famous pirate ass stories ever uh, told. And I'm sitting there like, man, this is very clever. What, what a new endeavor. This is excellent. <laughs> Let um, me rephrase though, because I feel like I've yeah. I've already lost them. There's always a pirate thing, but there's only ever one. There's no like competition. It's Black like sales. Highlander, pirate yes. Highlander. Like one like, pirate story <laughs> is allowed at a time. Pirates of the Caribbean got whack, and they were like, "Fuck off!" And fucking swoosh, they chopped off uh, Depp's legs. That's what really happened like, to poor Johnny Depp. They're like, no, it's not your marriage falling apart. Freaking uh. uh a Scottish Spanish guy showed up and like <laughs> lightning was like, well, Johnny's gone. But, but I feel like a lot of times, and I don't know if you got this vibe out of yeah. it, but I feel like sometimes the best way, because Black Sails, again, it was absolutely awesome, but it was one of those shows. If you didn't take me by the hand and you were like, I promise this is good. I would have welcome. never watched it. There wasn't one ad. There, you show me a fucking poster with a pirate flag. The first thing I think isn't like, whoopee! This is going to be my new passion. Oh, no, yeah, because Facebook has warned you. You're like, no, <laughs> Facebook told me pirates are very dangerous. It's We're not very, even allowed to see the graphic. Very scurry. Um, <laughs> but with with uh, the, this flag means death, what's great about it is I feel like sometimes the best way to get stuff back 
into the public eye yeah. is through shitting on it. Like yeah. the well, equity, satire the is... superpower of satire yeah. is it satire, familiarizes with everything. To me, and lets you satire then... is the language of our love. Right, because like, <laughs> like if we would be, yeah, yeah, yes. This explains a lot for my but, emotional. But scars. also, like, it, it, we can also grow that circle out to the to the viewership, to our friends, family. Um, honestly, if I don't fuck with you, if I it, all right, so if something, if I haven't be seen suspicious. you, if I haven't seen you in six months, right, and you know for a fact you have not personally hurt me in some way both em either emotionally figuratively what have you uh and there's something wrong with you that i don't immediately point at and laugh to your face then i don't like you like i am i am yeah. actively angry with you i don't think much of you that i, I got a love language so satire to me you can't do satire properly if you don't love that source material so taika watiti obviously is a fan of the pirate genre which you know it's i gotta love you know it's funny too because because once this came on my radar uh, immediately my head was just like you had me at every fucking cast member being like the vaguely in my brain as holigarous but even more so i watched the first episode and like five minutes in i'm texting everyone i know which is like, stop what you're doing. I don't care if your wife's giving birth. I don't care if you're giving birth. <laughs> Fucking I don't care if you're pause. the baby giving birth, having been given birth at two also as well. Yeah, as. man. Neo's eyes didn't work either. You can listen to the show. What's funny is a lot of people, I think a lot of times when you tell them something is uh, very clearly mocking and making fun and satirizing, I think there's something in the global consciousness that is still like remember that series of films that was like superhero movie scary movie like scary movie was the one decent one but then they made a billion parody films sure. a I, parody everything, film everything that they could fucking dredge up everything the nostalgia critic has done in the last decade uh if you're not familiar he's an online personality who's just a hack um rich though so i guess i'll shut Shots up Shots fired. Um, the uh the the if you don't have that intimate knowledge if you don't have an underlying respect if it doesn't bring you joy joy feelings to watch the dread pirate roberts tear shit up uh to to remember pirates of blackwater you're going to wind up being very two-dimensional and where you get in the weeds one of my favorite early jokes uh in the first three episodes that uh they debuted with i believe on HBO yeah, Max a, right like now. A, a, a episode uh, drop. They went through the very hilarious fact that someone has to make every flag on a on a ship, and it never occurred to me before that all these hard motherfuckers with mossy teeth and and you know claw hands, one of them has to sit like me with like needlepoint. Oh, Whoop. that you oh. know that would have been Charlie's job. Like Charlie, Fuck yeah. Here we go. I get all the ridiculous job. Like whenever my friends, uh, and I use that term loosely because I hate everyone. Whenever <laughs> my friends uh, fantasize, like if it was the zombie apocalypse, Charlie could stay back at the base with like the babies and entertain us at night when we need a laugh. Like what am I, a fucking clown? Oh, I'm a safe clown? I'll uh, podcast from the zombie apocalypse. But uh, <laughs> what, what? what's your big... 
Do you have something you're desperate to see a proper satire of? Like if 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 Taika's next unnamed project, if you were gonna green light it, and he went, John, what do you want to see? Is there something as on the tip of the tongue as the, the, our flag means death? I don't know if the, has every other genre been been well, done. He, he, here's the thing, and this is truly the highest compliment that I think I can give to a, a cat like Taika. First and first, mostly, I double and triple check his pronounce the na- the pronunciation of his name because I I enjoy the dude so much. I don't want to fucking ass rape his name and be like, ah, oh, triple Tiger over Wata. it. Um, so you already know where I'm coming from uh, with the dude. But uh, beyond that, <clears throat> I would put him in that category of Mel Brooks in oh, that wow. what he's doing with this source material is what Mel Brooks made a career out of. So if, if you look at Mel Brooks' canon, literally every one of his uh, um, projects has been a parody of one genre or another or sometimes a combination of genres along with current events or historical events in order to do that he had to be mill brooks i'm talking about had to be in love with or at the very bare minimum have an immense respect for that particular genre so between now taika watiti and i'll include superhero flicks with his uh, win in his win column because you can't look at what he did with thor and say that on a certain degree to a certain degree rather that's not a bit of a a, a tongue-in-cheek superhero story now we are so infatuated with almost everything that comes out of the house of ideas cinematically that we're like yep that also as well as that's a great <laughs> comic book movie you're like Yes and no. It's as it's as great a comic book movie. It's as a great comic book movie in the same sense that Young Frankenstein is a great horror movie, but it's also a comedy and it's also a bit of fucking satire. Blazing Saddles is a great western, but it's also at the same time a fucking wonderful, uh, you know, uh, send off uh, parody of westerns. So. I would have to. I mean, honestly, that 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 I wasn't prepared for in the least. So between the two of them, because my initial answer would have been fucking superheroes, man, come at me. Also, uh, another answer: if you put, if you take it outside of the Western uh, category, I would have been like, fucking Zorro. Like, where's my? And then you're like, up. Oh, hold on a second. George Hamilton already beat me to that with Zorro the Gay Blade when he played his own brother. Uh, when uh, Diego de la Vega went down, uh, he had to have his replacement. Uh, a certain gentleman with a little bit more color in his lifestyle came in and he did Zorro his way. So uh, I don't really have one, uh, you know, tip of my tongue because mine have been done. What about yourself? Yeah, well, you, you bring up, well, my, I think my, my thought process when I sprung that on you was that truly it's like, well, what has it been done like so poorly that I don't want to see it? And and that's what those like terrible flicks in the in the early well, yeah they, 2000s. they 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 assaulted three hundred they assaulted yeah but but you bring <laughs> up a great part like you're a great point when you have a truly truly phenomenal filmmaker when you have a, a, a mind like Taika's or like Mel's hell man it's been a long time since I've had a laugh 
during a Western. I, I, I know um, from Family Guy fame, uh, Seth McFarlane had a try. That movie didn't work for me. So all right. I, they had a couple I of would moments. Literally, let's, let's do Blazing Saddle, you know, two. Let's have, let's have a team up. I want to see what happens with uh, well, with Taika and Mel. Now here's they the hang thing: out. not that not that we've transitioned into into Mel Brooks' uh, uh, worship, Love. which which I'd be just fine with. Um, we know that coming out of Mel Brooks and Co., uh, including Nick Kroll, also as well as Patent Pending, trademark everything we say, probably comes from him. Um, they're coming up with History of the World Part Two, which was like the whole point of that joke was like. Part one is the only one you're going to fucking get. But then all of a sudden now here we are. And Mel Brooks is hey, keep on keeping on. Um, so who knows? We, juice. We, we, juice we, face. We, I could go for some juice right now. This is a good call. Um, <laughs> so so who knows? We might be getting a little bit more. But yeah, to me, Blazing Saddles is going always going to be top of the mountain in terms of... Um, in terms of westerns, but no, what I wanted to throw to you, the my my first fucking thought with this was with Taika having so firmly, so firmly a grasp of what people want to see now on the big screen, but also as well as on the small screen. Again, uh, we were talking about like oh, in horror, fucking vampire uh, genre, just what we do in the shadows. The the movie was one of those like, it was like a it, like a an almost an instant cult classic. But it seemed like it was it wanted to be that, right? Yeah. The same way like Flight of the Concords. Taika TD wrote a couple of episodes of Flight of the Concords. This was like Flight of the Concords does vampires, but they made a whole flick out of it. Then they did the series, and the series that show is one of those shows where I'm like checking the day of the week. I'm like, oh, it's fucking what we do in the shadows day. Um, but but what he does across the genres really made me think of that 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 what he's done for superhero uh, content. But immediately I was like, well, what about the pirate comic books, kid? And that was my that was my question to you. So in in this genre that's so so like rich with storytelling so we know we know about all the real pirates that are out there uh captain cook the le legitimate blackbeard who taika plays here uh he does double duty also to a t god i love him as far as we know who knows um i just meant as far as levels of enjoyability oh no yeah it's it's, it's i <laughs> like love i, I, I love don't what i never met blackbeard <laughs> but like on the same token we have damn fucking uh um uh, you know, we've got um, characters from Game of Thrones who only ever said one word, who like will not shut the fuck up in this uh, in this show. We have your boy from uh, um, goddamn, what was the fuck? It was the name of the that movie, uh, the Rundown, with, Ro with one of Rocky's early. Oh yes, movies. yes, yes. Um, and and uh, Sean Scott. Me. Is it the Rundown? It's. I feel like maybe something along those. Let's go ahead and double check that because uh, clearly, well, you we keep are, making your point. I'll Google. We it. are super, super prepared for that. But again, my yeah, the rundown and and, and fucking um, uh, Rosario Dawson, which is probably the reason why yes. like, I don't know who else is in this. I don't know what the movie's called. Like I, I was plot. blinded by like Rosario. Oh, she's got a Spanish accent. Charlie's gone. Um, but yeah, like one of the check, more, <laughs> one of the more memorable 
this fucking guy who is walking him through the Amazon, who has the thickest brogue accent of all time. The second that you hear him utter even like uh, uh, an exclamation, you're like, oh, I know who that is. The cast is just so filled with like, I know this one. I know that one. I know who this is. I love this person. Uh, but my thought pattern was like, fucking pirate comics. Why isn't that like an entire, forget about like a, a one-off or a collected work or graphic. Why isn't that constant, constant material? There could be like an entire pirate comic verse out there. So immediately, I, I got to throw it to you. There are some. What's your favorite pirate comic book floating out there i don't know if this is cheating so i'll give you two but obviously I mean, we're tales, used to it at this point tales of the black freighter is Classic. it completely stands on its own it's obviously built in to watchmen they did an animated adaptation um that's one of those properties that i'm like if you want to milk society for more watchmen money society. someone society, the puppy. i would love if someone adapted Tales of the Black Freighter, like legitimately, like no references to Watchmen. Do the story in a story, like just do Tales of the Black Freighter. Sure. Yeah. But anyone then, who's unfamiliar, Black uh, Tales of the yes, Black please. Freighter is the comic book that is being read during the the during the events of the Watchmen. So as that as those comics are unfolding, there's a kid who is reading a comic book, which is called the Tales of the Black Freighter, which is a comic. No spoilers there. I've been out forever. Uh, which is really a, a comic. It's a, it's like an, uh, like a, a, a survivor, uh, and what he has to do. And uh, suffice it to say, it, it's it's pretty graphic. Um, but yeah, no, that that's fucking dynamite. Uh, a more modern um, for me. The more modern, the immediate thing that pops to mind, I'm like tales of the high seas, and also kind of topics that we don't that cover enough, in my humble opinion. Fucking One Piece. Oh my so, God, yes. That is One Piece. How the fuck have they not popping, stolen bro. more of my money? <laughs> it is popping right now. Like, not not here in this specific like comic book, uh, capes and tights and underwear on the outside demographic that we tend to deal with here or certainly cinematically live action i don't know how the fuck they would even try to think about doing something along those lines um but yeah i mean those were truly the only two examples that came to my mind also in the video game forum fucking um sea of thieves people were super duper excited and if you jump on twitch or youtube or whatever uh even here facebook gaming if they haven't decided to fucking block out block out the imagery there are still a handful of people that play actively sea of thieves but the pirate genre black sales like i said uh you know a couple of a uh, couple of years ago on stars as a tv show but the pirate genre is is just fucking there it's just sitting out there i i don't truly i don't understand why more is not done with it hopefully um hopefully this series will just continue uh hitting home runs episode after episode as it has thus far and we'll get even more of that salty hooked peg leg pirate action and we'll see more of the content roll because uh it's good stuff man it's it's good it's good shit out there even fucking in the superhero world every once in a while you'll see them 
shoehorn superheroes. Yeah, the you know, fucking, fucking Marauders. The only the night. Marauders. Uh, the, the only teleporting blue asshole I ever. Fuck Nightcrawler in general. What a shit character. You make him a pirate, though. Yo, what's like, up? Yeah, you know what? Now the sword. Now I get it. Now I get it. Little what tail about, with its own sword. Let's go. What about we, we talk about Batman? It's like a truly a love-hate situation. We're like, fuck yeah. Batman, but he seems to weasel his way in to every goddamn episode. He's going to do it again here today, I promise you. Because there's a very specific reason why we're not talking about uh, the newest Batman movie uh, as of right now. Spoiler alert. Um, but fucking even in his Elseworlds world, goddamn Leatherwing has got something to say. Batman... As a pirate, it exists. You can go out and pirate. get those comics right now. But, um, I mean, truly. Get the, get the anchor up! What? Blackwing, what? <laughs> hey, hey, Bruce. <laughs> hey, Bruce, what's the name of your ship? Martha. It's written on the back of the boat. Um, Camera so, so... pan, you see a fucking even nicer boat. Bigger boat, shinier boat in red and blue and yellow, and it's just Clark being like, "My boat's named Martha too." I made it myself. It's Kryptonian wood. Good job. What does that do to you, fucking goddamn super mutt? I don't know. I'm just a little pirate baby. Uh, honestly, if you don't want to see Superman v Batman pirate babies, you'd be a huge why fucking they, liar. Why are they babies now? I just think it would be funnier. Just like, and it's like you, you, and honestly, here's the twist ending. <laughs> DC called me. Twist ending is it's Bruce Wayne taking like a fancy bubble bath, cowl on, with just two little rubber duckies. One's Batman, one's little Superman. little baby Wayne feet just popping up out of the water. No, he's poor, a full adult poor in the scenario. Alfred is like washing. I'm like, Ugh. no, he's Master. like four. He's like 45. <laughs> this is like a full and in my version you're playing batman you get to be great you this, get to be this is my oh. breakthrough awesome. <laughs> dude i guarantee the fucking foot fetish crowd would absolutely be all in oh man that'd just be delicious and if anyone disagrees with me i suspect much like george lucas and nothing like mel brooks ellis <laughs> They would be a liar if they said they didn't want to get into some pirate action now that our flag means death has dropped. It's mm -hmm. awesome. Check it out today. But most importantly, be nothing. HBO like Max. That, be nothing like that filthy, filthy, also rich, but filthy liar, sure. George Toy Boy Lucas, because he's a liar. He's a liar. How do I know? Because Han shot first. Put him up. Salute. Delicious. And yet, not nutritious at all. Probably very bad mm. for us. John, calories are calories. My handsome, handsome brother. Nah. You're all filled up with uh with energy. You're just you're just chomping at the bit. What do you want to talk about, man? Well, first of <sighs> all, let's explain. Uh next week. Grab your oh, cape. Yeah. Grab your undiagnosed depression. And get ready to beat the tears away. And get the because emo next week, hair out of your eyes. Exactly right. Because next week, episode 9 of U.S. Comics Cast coming to you live. Wednesday, 8 o'clock on Twitch, on YouTube, and of course our home, 
Facebook, even when they block our images because we use skull and crossbones. We're bringing you the Batman special. We're going to talk and fully dissect the Batman. A couple of reasons. Uh, I wanted to make sure that everyone was able to see it four times before we talked about it. Because that move, once again, DC will not go quietly into that night because the Batman dethroned Spider-Man as biggest pandemic opening. Uh, took in a little bit more money, and it's a it's just as long of a freaking film at three hours and 15 minutes. The next week, we're talking the Batman. It'll and also let me and John actually see it. There's only one Batman in it, so like... Or is there? Technically, uh, that's a good point. Maybe instead of Riddler, he takes off that mask. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's multiverse. It's another Batman. You never know. You never know. Maybe John's in the tub I wearing the cowl. Like, I Batman. I feel like we know. Touche. Uh, but next week, it's going to be all the Batman all the time. So go check it out. Get ready to argue with me. Uh, because, you know, fuck Batman. I'll see it, though. I'm excited to see it. If his little emblem Charlie is made out of the gun. anything Batman, like, <laughs> entertain yeah, good luck. me. I fucking dare you, Bruce. I double dog flying rat dare you meanwhile cut to me after seeing batman forever and being like i like batman forever like i'm the biggest bullish i might as well call myself george lucas because i'm full of baloney <laughs> give me We're a little do, the new shot is going to be uh dropping your name because <laughs> i'm the brother also good luck though pattinson is in trouble because i already have my batman Again, we'll save the big conversation for next week, but Keanu Reeves as Batman? Yes. Yep, that's my favorite Batman. I'm sorry, John. That's, Have him be that's less all talented. We need I'm is Batman just like shuffling around Gotham City. Joker? Riddler? Penguin? Oh, I'm done. All right, we, 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 we've already lived out enough Keanu. They, they would turn themselves in. They're like, this is too much. So would I. I whatever they fucking did, I'm like, yeah, no, that was me. I, I Although, did the smile thing. Throw me an Arkham, please. Again, I haven't seen the Batman yet, but if even one fight scene is as visible as a John Wick fight scene, then Keanu, Keanu wins because every Batman fight's the same. It looks like this. Oh, punch sound effect. Stupid. Keanu, uh... Keanu, Keanu, Batman, just like he goes to his bat belt and he comes up with a pencil, just fucking. <laughs> oh my him god, out. John, stop talking me more into Keanu Reeves no, as that, fucking Batman. That was not what my intention at all. What do you want to talk about this week, my ringaling ling friend? Well, he, here's the thing. Um, I, I'm, I've been pretty well established on the record as being. I, I try not to set rules in place like hard and fast black and white in concrete rules on my opinion on things be for two reasons first and first mostly i'm almost always wrong and then i end up having to show up here and be like ah you know what my bad um just but then, kidding but then also as well as a lot of times you will and by you i mean you charlie specifically uh will rush will rush to throw out opinions about particular about particular not even topics but just like 
subjects, right? Like you, you're talking about generalities. Well, in general, I feel this way. And then that's almost always followed by a comma and then a dot, 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 and then a... <laughs> but in this case, well, then, asshole, you feel this way about something real and that other way about something fucking hypothetical. So which opinion really matters most? And that's where I find myself today, Charlie. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> As a rule... I hate apologists. <laughs> I hate them. Like, eh, I, I shouldn't say hate. Hate's a strong word. Like, I hate what's happening in Russia and, and Ukraine right now. That I hate. I, I very greatly dislike apologists. And I tend to have little to no respect for them. Because I come from a place of, like, fucking swing from your heels. Swing for the fences. And if you fucking miss... Strike out. Just strike out. I would rather see you spun in a circle in a fucking heap at home plate having struck out than have a meek like, half swing, foul tip bullshit. Fucking swing big. Yeah, when if you, you swing if big. If you're going to miss, If you're going to fucking it. miss, fucking let everybody, cool everybody off with the breeze from your bat who are sitting in the cheap seats out in the outfield. I hate to interrupt this thought, but... Our Facebook comments are John is not saying never apologize. <laughs> no, no. It is not Ellis, exclusively I'm, a Ellis, sign of weakness. I am literally mid apologies. So no, I'm just kidding. Um no no but, but but this is my point ultimately. Um that's like the rule, right? That's if if, if I'm doing the fucking uh, uh if I'm part of the hundred on the family feud uh, uh survey and I'm literally strolling down the street uh, that would be my answer if that question came up. Why it would come up, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but that all being said, that's all preamble to this fucking bullshit. We also know I'm a big Conan fan. Fuck yeah, you are. You I'm got a, a fan of the Howard books. I'm a fan of the Schwarzenegger movies. One and a half of them. Um, <laughs> I am a, a fan of the Conan comics. I even don't have a problem that Conan has somehow crossed over into the proper Marvel Universe. And he's like the fucking most savage Avenger of all time. Somehow. But. But. Uh, in the current run of comics that are going on right now. King Conan. Which I am desperate for Schwarzenegger to put the Momoa uh, reboot aside and continue with the trilogy that we were promised in the awesome 80s. Um, the King Conan comics are running. And uh, it didn't take very long for our boy, uh, the Cimerian, the, the to stumble. Because in <laughs> King Conan number three... Fuck! There That's was, not very many issues at all! There was a, a new character introduced. It was uh, Jason Aaron introduced us to a new character scantily clad as so many women in the conan verse are which that wasn't really so much uh the issue but the character was given the name and i apologize if i mispronounce this and certainly anybody can feel free to correct me about anything especially this uh, uh matawaka is how I'm choosing to pronounce this name right now because I'm an ignorant person. Uh, so she shows up, a uh, character in King Conan number three, 
and she bears more than a striking resemblance uh, and similarities to Pocahontas. Now, Pocahontas, for anyone who doesn't know, is very much more than just another Disney princess. Uh, she is a historical figure of a very, very significant uh, historical fucking importance, um, both to American history and to uh, indigenous uh, people's history and, you know, and to just to history, to the history books uh, at large. And um, the fucking backlash, Charlie, was more than Darth Vader ever thought of throwing Arnold's way. It was fucking fierce. It was fierce. Now, the old John of like two, three weeks ago rolled his eyes. I'm like, oh, give me a freaking break. When I saw that, I didn't think of Pocahontas. I didn't this. I didn't do that. And I happen to be pretty well versed in the actual history and, and uh, story of the historical Pocahontas, um, which is actually not her name for for anyone who is uh who is not as aware uh certainly you are forgiven for that but pocahontas was really more of like a, a nickname mm. and the the third fourth grade stories that we're often told in school like that that romantic um kind of like feel good version oh she saved uh, she saved the, this white, uh, you know, this white uh, savior from being killed. And she begged her father, oh, I love him. And that, that's all bullshit. Disney, it's not that, well, Disney did get it wrong. But, but they, were, they were just fashioning the story that had been floated out there forever and a day. Regardless, so all of that, um, all of that assault can be thrown this poor woman's memory's way. You want to reinvent her history? That's not cool. Like that. That's bad enough as it is. But then also, as well as in comic book form, you're going to go ahead and dredge up, dredge her up again to suffer even more. And this is truly one of those moments where I'm like, "Fuck, John, you did it again. You were. F How many times can you be wrong in the course of one damn lifetime, Charlie? I was completely." Freaking how wrong. close how close is it like when you when you dove into it because you heard so, about the drama first or you read the comic first? i read the comment i read the comic first and then almost immediately thereafter like people were reading yeah right alongside with me page for page and before they even got to the fucking end and the comic is great like, i want to be very clear about that first is that king conan is a fucking great run thus far and i i truly hope that this does not uh uh knock it off its tracks that it kind of can continue uh down its path but uh let me let me read to you if i may yes please the um the commentary by jason aaron well um, just real quick just because you read yeah. it before you dive into that when you were reading it were you like uh oh like, did you were did you connect those same dots? No, no, I didn't. So but you read again, it, and you just took it at surface level. I'm and like, you're oh, like, ah, okay. oh, what a good Conan rant. Yeah, okay. I, 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 and this is also, I'm glad that you brought that up because this is one of those situations where it could this entire ugly situation could have been so easily avoided 
because it wasn't like dependent on like oh i get it he's really referencing pocahontas the historical no that wasn't the case whatsoever it was just one of those things it was more closely like i'm the the same reason why when you watch any movie or read any book uh, or even video games do it now when they're story driven. When they always have that writer, these are these are fictional events. Yeah. They're not based on any historical people. Any uh, uh, similarities are purely coincidental. That was like one of those situations because um, it would not have required it whatsoever. He just fucking used the wrong goddamn name. So so if if I may, yes please. In King, this is this is the quote from from Jason Aaron. Um, in King Conan number three, I made the ill-considered decision to give a character the name of Matuaka, a name most closely associated with the real-life Native American figure Pocahontas. Aaron said in a statement, "This new character is a supernatural thousand-year-old princess of a cursed island within a world." of pistache and dark fantasy and was never intended to be based on anyone from history. I should have better understood the name's true meaning and resonance and recognized it wasn't appropriate to use it. I understand the outrage expressed by those who hold the true Matawaka's legacy dear and for all of this and the distress it's caused, I apologize. As part of that apology, I've already taken what I was paid for the issue and donated it to the National Indigenous Women's Research, uh, Resource Center. The character's name and appearance will be adjusted for the rest of this miniseries and in all digital and collected editions. So. That might be the closest thing to a perfect version of I fucked up. A mea culpa, right? So totally. that was that was my question he's to not, you. Sl- now, yeah, he's not saying. I've uh, just real quick. I've no, seen I, I was going to ask you. How do you feel about that uh, backtrack? About that uh, recant? I it, to to me, it's perfect. And I've seen so many, especially in the age of cancel culture i've seen so many kind of what have resonated or what have read to me as phony baloney apologies that's one of the rare exception to the rule of those apologies are bad or or seem like they're full of shit that seems genuine it seems honest it seems transparent um and it seems like he went in my opinion like two steps further than i would have that seems like genuinely being like surprised i mean so often i co-sign character decisions for us comics for decisions you've made either i've created the character or it's your character and we're working on fine details but there have been characters i brought to you that then you helped flesh out and really bring to life with details that come from your wealth of knowledge that I don't second guess. Trump, I'm very I don't smart. do very, I don't do research on your shit. So you sometimes can be throwing like an Aztec name at me, and it could be, it, I could find myself in this uh, situation. Yeah, no, and I'm and gonna I don't completely if, throw you under the bus. I'm like, that shit was Charlie, bro. I don't know what to I tell no, you. Here's I have his no doubt email. About that. Here's and I'm his gonna turn, uh, representation. 
I'm going to turn to our colorist, Ellis, and be like, that was his input. <laughs> this lawsuit goes his way. I think that is as good of an apology as you can get. And I, I have to be honest, I'm a little bit gritting my teeth already because just based on the, the position of your eyebrows, I can't help but imagine it didn't go well. No, no, no. So, 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 all right. So that was, I'll be 100% honest with you. When I read, when I having read the the issue and like walked away from like dope then saw the the pushback i was like oh come on really like is there really is this really an issue but so much so that i said show me tell me teach me i want to know maybe i'm wrong crazier things have happened and wouldn't you know it so let me now, because you haven't read the issue. No. no, no. Um, let me just further, and and uh, I'll give credit also. Uh, comic book resources. The first time that I saw that there was blowback, and then they took me. So so this is pulled directly from comic book resource. Who wrote this particular article? I'm getting. I'm stealing a lot of these uh, details from Jeremy Blum. So Mr. Blum, I, I do I do appreciate you giving us more of the 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 details, but. Uh, so, so Blum goes on to explain that um, the depiction, and he puts it best, because again, I did, did read the issue. Um, so she was depicted as a femme fatale by artist uh, Mahmoud As Asrar. Uh, so she greets Conan after the barbarian king finds himself trapped on an island. Okay. She reveals that she comes from a land far to the west. Mm, Uh-oh and was exiled from her kingdom after she fell in love with an Asheron explorer. I'll, I might be uh, mispronouncing that also. Uh-oh! Uh-oh, little thing. I'm like, wait, Anna, that's right. She, that, that, that is what she said. After the explorer and his people ransacked her home. Oh, um, God. Oh, fuck. This is starting to sound pretty familiar. Uh, Matawaka's father placed a curse on her. And forced her to stay on the island alongside a huge treasury of gold. You know, like the Spanish thought that the Native Americans had here. Um, and they actually did have in uh, South America and Mexico. Uh, forever acting as a temptress to lure future colonizers away. Oh, shit. Oh, God. So, obviously, uh -oh! obviously there was fucking beef so social media blows up so i'm reading this i'm like oh damn it how is that not obvious to you because like we our, our associations fucking are here you know our, our families from the caribbean and you know we've got the taino blood flowing through us and you know uh, like this is something that should have been on my radar too shame on me for not seeing yeah, that yeah and you're so i just you saw a bomb piece with little metal nipple covers. You got and distracted like feathers. by metal nips. I'm like, yo, I'm Team Conan. Let's get it on. So just real quickly, I'm just oh, going to throw a couple man. more it's almost little like details. They it's almost like they thought the comic book reading people were ignorant savages. You know, and, and like we've been so many places. They're like, yeah, the I savage guess that, that we were so. referring to wasn't Conan. It was you dum-dums that are paying $4 yeah. an issue. It's, so it's, almost like, it's almost like they still cannot see <laughs> if the savage one is them. They're like, these guys can't even read. 
just make the pictures pretty and it'll be fine. So just a real. Have you uh, ever heard the wolf cry to the new moon? I was doing lyrics from Pocahontas. Yeah, now, now we're being sued by Disney too. Thanks, Charlie. Great. <laughs> this fucking episode hasn't been blocked enough. Now you're gonna go ahead and get the get the mouse after us. Well done. Um. So just so yeah. Mickey. So I'll tell you what's best in life. So huh? they they uh, they came after him on social media. Again, in particular, indigenous uh, readers who are out there. Um, they did not like that he used the historical name of Pocahontas and sexualized her because in real life, as I mentioned before, Pocahontas, uh, an Algonquin nickname that roughly means playful one. Uh, she lived from 1596 to 1617. Her mythologized interactions with Virginia Captain John Smith occurred when she was only 12 or 13. Creepy. Like this is becoming more and more and more problematic um, as as I go on. Um, <laughs> Talking so, about problematic, as you said, her real age. Cousin Paul on the YouTube feed goes, "Nibs are distracting." Like twelve year old Nibs, Paul. Paul, I expect your apology letter in the mail. Paul, you've been canceled. Congratulations and welcome to the club. Um, so historians generally agree that Pocahontas and Smith were friendly towards each other but on the same token not getting a fucking halberd to the head from these colonizing monsters was probably considered uh, friendly um she eventually oh um native american oral accounts state that pocahontas was captured by other colonists and raped she eventually married tobacco planter john ralph and moved to england where she was praised as a Native American who chose to convert to Christianity. She died at the age of 20 or 21. So she is really, in actuality, a tragic figure. This is not, this is not like fodder for fucking, forget about like Disney cartoon musicals. Yeah, I mean, Certainly which not we know something is to be made light of in like a, 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 a fantasy world of Conan, and I love Conan. Can I play uh, devil's advocate though? You may. So the problem, I'm, the, the, what I'm bumping into right now yeah. is the fact that it seems like his apology was bullshit. Because ah. this seems a lot more like, this is a lot less like coincidence ah. and more like intent. And the only reason I say that is because very specifically, the lowest end of spoilers possible with us comics specifically a lot of john's writing not that i'm pointing blame in advance um of potential drama but a lot of what you wrote and a lot of what i wrote takes literal important moments of history and kind of turns them on their ear or sidesteps them so like again we might live in a world let's say the best case scenario um, U.S. comics, people dig. Um, it, it winds up hitting a large audience, and then 35 years from now, people are still rereading it and then bump into things that maybe we didn't notice now. The well, apology like, like could example, still be like... sincere, but it, it needs to be framed like, well, yeah, I was trying... I shouldn't have tried to borrow this real person's history to make a fictionalized character because it turns out it was fucked up. I didn't know that part. Yeah. That's the apology well, if well, that's the here, truth. Here's the thing. It's a false equivalency because we've never done that. 
Oh, I, I've never done that. I'll, I'll just speak for myself. Um, in terms of like historical events, that's a different story. And you see that pop up. You see that pop up in other comic book uh, uh, ventures. Fucking recently, you know, like um, in the most recent Fox X-Men movies, they they repurposed the Bay of Pigs invasion. They they repurposed the fucking Cuban Missile Crisis. Like they they repurposed the JFK assassination. So these are actual real historical events. These are real people that are involved. The fucking Kennedys could have, you know, gotten gone off their their um, their uh, bootlegger money and and uh, sued the bejesus out of them if they really wanted to. But um, in this particular example, and I hear where you're coming from. The apology, I think, was very much sincere, but and and it says it here in this article, again on on Comic Resource, that the the apology was kind of like mixed with, or was received with mixed reactions, and I I saw it the same way you did, Charlie, because like I I was on a roller coaster of uh, yeah you you're taking reactions. me for a, a, a loop here. I'm like ah this is bullshit. I'm like oh no this is really messed up. Oh, but that apology was really great. Oh, but I see where the people are coming from. Some people didn't like the apology, and and where where the um uh like where the pushback was on the apology was that like okay, so I would assume I know it's dumb to do, but I'm gonna assume that people gave this cat the benefit of doubt mainly because this is not something that's on his resume. Of like doing right because there are certain people like if somebody said came to you and said oh fucking Whedon did this terrible thing to fucking you know whomever to Buffy the, you'd the be mailman like, no thought, that's yeah. that's that I, I I don't refuse to believe it he's he has a perfect track record but then you're like oh no wait a second uh, so then you're like no you know that probably did like, fucking oh, happen he sucks <laughs> well it, whereas in this case like. This is not an Aaron fucking thing to do. So you, one could say, if you're going to argue the case in court, that you're like, well, never been done before. It doesn't have a track record of it, blah, blah, blah. So you, the court of public opinion, I think, has logically would say, well, one time thing. Obviously, will probably never happen again. If do you, you the get a strike? <laughs> well, you get a strike, but it's not a strikeout, right? That's yeah. the policy. It's more like gym class where, like, you start with one strike, two strikes you're out, two more strikes you're out. Um, but where where people really took umbrage after the apology rolled out, which we agree, it's a pretty fucking good and seemingly sincere apology, was the Charlie of it all. Like, Charlie just said, look, when he hands something over to us comics as our masthead decrees, as CEO, I do have that final fucking stamp. To say, like, yep, this is going to fly, or eh, this, or this, or this, to find fucking points when it needs to be done. Um, those voices saying, okay, that's all well and good, but where's the John in that situation? Where's John to his Charlie? Because Marvel still has some splaining to do, because they still greenlit that shit. They greenlit the you, character's name, they... Greenlit the design. It's a good um, fucking point too. There's they, almost they fucking know if who who doesn't know the problems of telling a Pocahontas story better than the fucking mouse. So there, I my fucking roller coaster yeah. uh, uh, reaction continued because I'm like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> they should have. There should have I, been somebody 
in that fucking at that table say, ah, yeah. you know what? This is not Half-Life. All the colors of the wind. Here's this problem or that problem. So, that's, is it that's terrible? Is it is it terrible that if it was a smaller publisher, I I, I leave way more room for these sort of mistakes. Again, no. we're talking about. Oh man, a mistake. Again, is a mistake. I, I I I hate to fucking ride this wave so aggressively, because I still do think that if he wrote that character intentionally, with with um the 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 AKA Pocahontas in mind. I think it's kind of shitty not to own that. Being like, oh, well, I, I wrote this totally different character and I accidentally named them wrong compared to, like, I borrowed a bunch of shit because I've come to you with some ideas for this company and I've, I've literally done no research. My job, if I had to pencil it, and you probably should take umbrage with this, but, like, my, I feel like my job with U.S. comics is to try to be as fucking creative as possible at trying to avoid um you know shit that seems familiar seems like it was done and to ride that wave of of at least with the characters i'm trying to bring to the table to 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 make sure that it's always a nod and never a fucking crime like ellis says off our facebook chat research is for fucking nerds nerds like the ceo who goes first in the letterhead your job is to make sure that I'm not being culturally insensitive. Well, look, if I let have, me, let me ask you honestly, because you know the the subjective arguments um, are are tougher to follow. So right now we have a current established um, roster, fully fleshed out, fifty three strong. Of those fifty three, who would come to mind in that uh, in that example? that's problematic no but, but that, that had to go through that process you'd be like let me float this out there um oh boom boom how so as far as creating a character that is not my skin tone i feel like there's an extra level of vetting you want to make so, sure that ideas you bring to the table aren't fucking cartoonish or or problematic yeah, no, I mean that that I don't know if that's like a, a that that's a one for one example, and this is the reason why I was saying where uh, even in the circumstances for storytelling purposes, uh, the decision was made to use historical events. It was to push very clearly, uh, uh, completely fictional characters' involvements in them, and also as well as for the storytelling purposes, we've clearly established like this is an alternate timeline this isn't like a situation where we're saying well secretly your textbooks got it wrong and this is what's actually this is what really yeah. happened behind the scenes so i i hear where you're coming i from. mean captain but america same... knocking out captain america knocking out hitler if if in that classic marvel cover if the point of that was like day one of hitler being like I'm going to fucking do some heinous shit. Captain America shows up and none of that heinous shit happens. Now I'm like almost second guessing. Like, is that fucked up? I don't even know how to vet that. I don't know how to take real life tragedy. 9-11, a, a, a day that's so clear in my head. Sure. The first time something awful like that happened that directly affected me. If we remove that from a fictional universe... Are we being disrespectful 
of the firefighters and the cops and the EMTs and the other heroes that sacrifice literally everything. Well, what I think the answer to that is, is pretty straightforward is that when events like that happen of such historical uh, prominence, you don't really, your fictionalized stories, and this is not intended to offend anybody, on the creative side, so don't, don't I don't want to be behind those fucking uh, behind that enemy line. Um, no offense, but I sincerely doubt that these people's fictional fucking uh, versions of events are gonna be any more uh, um, endearing or or exciting to hear or entertaining or motivational than the real ones that happen. So. I would argue, I'm like, you know what? Save your fucking fictionalized uh, version. Tell me a story of some shit that really happened. Now, naturally, the the mathematical equation for stuff like that is the uh, time, uh, uh, you know, time equals more uh, like social acceptability. Like, it's okay to make jokes about fucking Lincoln getting shot, you know, getting assassinated now, uh, watching a show. That's like, that's become okay. So... If that's the if that is the 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 math formula, then Pocahontas should be relatively safe zone. She ain't. She fucking yeah. ain't. And I I think that that is only right to do so. And I do think that that uh, cousin Paul got it fucking right. That um, regardless of how an apology or a uh, you know, take back is received, if it is indeed sincere, which I'll I'll go on the record and say I think also as a creator of you know, uh, like with those same intentions in mind, you just want to tell a good, interesting story that satisfies your end user. If you put some shit out there that for whatever reason is received in such a way that it was not your original intention and you feel bad about it, then you fucking apologize. Look, this is not what I wanted. This is what I can do to try to walk it back. It's not a question of like woke or, you know, any of these fucking buzzwords that are floating around or, like, being weak or this, that, and the other thing. Say how you fucking feel. If you feel bad, be like, I feel bad. This is not what I intended. This is what I'm going to do about it. And all you can do at the end of this is put your hands up. I hope that that is uh, acceptable to whomever uh, did take offense to it. And, again, Paul was right when you say you just learn from it. Do better next time. The biggest sin is to fucking make the same mistake twice in a row. Fall down, you fall down. Swing from the heels, you're looking for a home run. You don't connect, you strike out, whatever you're gonna do, you're gonna get another fucking chance at bat. You just pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, say what you gotta say, and you uh, you wait for your next at bat. That That's how I feel, at least. I think, I mean, and, and that certainly is is a perfect world. I, I mean, the feet and... I don't. I don't know if it's a fear so much as something I've just accepted as reality. There, there's always, always, always going to be a contingency of people that never, um, that never accept it, and that is just that yeah, is the but, price of creativity, in them. my opinion. That that that's on them, and that that's their that's their right. Uh, if they choose to go down that path, if 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 they want to hang on to that. Uh, and nobody's going to question them. I certainly have taken offense to certain things uh, that have floated out there. And those people might have apologized. Whether it's sincere or insincere, that's between them and whomever. 
Uh, and I made that decision ultimately, like I'm either going to accept it and continue to uh, to take in the material. Sometimes I said, you know what, you're done, and I'll move on to something else. And that's obviously the option too. But so th these are the things that are going on in the world. I mean, here, I just found it very interesting. The 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 fact is, the we got Joker stream over on Twitch, uh, or the purple site as people like to call it. We got him to agree. Which means uh, we're at least in the ballpark of sanity. If he's the joke on your side. <laughs> Better than the know. fucking alternative. Better than the alternative, John. I'll tell next you Next week, Charlie, you got to wait. Wait till next week, damn it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Another thing that it's, it's best to be on the good side of is dope sponsors that we actually use. So, yes, this show is absolutely free. Every Wednesday, 8 o'clock, you can find us. Uh, uh, Eastern Standard Time over on Facebook, over on Twitch, and over on YouTube. We drop a brand new audio episode every Wednesday morning, the second that it becomes Wednesday. You're rocking in Tuesday. You're sad because you got none to listen to. Bam! Now it's Wednesday. U.S. Comics Cast available anywhere you can find podcasts. But we cannot do it alone. We're so fucking entertaining that you J-Brones need to tell all your friends, like it, share it, rewatch it, drop comments. That's the best way to get us to be able to keep doing this fun stuff as we build to releasing the four-color funny that has been our dream since pre-pandemic. But we can't do it alone, so that's why we need our amazing sponsors. This week's episode is brought to you by the band you heard at the very beginning of the podcast, and you're going to hear a full track at the end, and that, of course, is Bad Mary. You can find them across all social media at Bad Mary Band. You can support them financially over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. My absolute favorite thing about them, other than the fact that they're about to drop a brand new LP that you can buy on their website, is the fact that you can catch up right now before the new album drops by listening to their entire discography on any music streaming platform. Not only do they sponsor the show, they're trying to give you free music. Gosh darn it. It feels so good to know that we're not shilling things we don't love. So, John, tell them about another sponsor we love. Why don't I? The real question is, where are we dropping? It's with Sergeant Finesse. You can find them on both Twitch and Facebook gaming, multiple streams every day, outstanding video game comment, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests, don't be a sucker, check them out today. If you need to pick me up, do like I've been doing, follow the white rabbit over to sneakenergy.com, use code SGT at checkout. Mm -mm. It's really actually quite good. Look for some fresh new gear, go over to geeksunleashed.com, use code SARGE at checkout there. When Sarge is on deck, you salute GG, son. Sarge just joined us last week. Uh, he actually had a very uh, funny moment when the episode art, I sent him a little preview, like uh, like like when I sent it over to, to Charlie, like midnight. Um, and he had a bad moment. You ever have like one of those moments when someone's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And you're like, fuck, did I get invited someplace? Did I agree to go somewhere? So he, so like this, this is what good friends do is that they're like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Like, they like lie to you and then they try to do the math themselves later. So the Sarge was like, fuck, did I agree to be on this show 
again for them this week. So it took to like almost two o'clock. But he's like, ah, yeah, I didn't remember agreeing to the show this week. Maybe if I jump off my stream, I'll start a little earlier. I'm like, no, 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 dude. <laughs> That's just the audio from last week's show. I was just showing it to you because I thought you would get a kick out of it. But um, that's a good friend right there. He he didn't immediately be like, nah, fuck it, you're on your own. I can't do it this week. He was trying to work out how he could, uh, in his schedule, appear as a guest two weeks in a row. I was like, nah, nah you're, you're off the hook, dude. It's okay. There is no better testament <laughs> to love than when something is the equivalent of, like, your alarm didn't go off. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, your heart immediately sinks into your asshole. And I, I, I don't <laughs> know if you've ever done assholes. this. I don't know if you've ever done this because you have like a pretty nice view from your place. But my my house, my bedroom is like what the attic was. Yeah. Is is me and my lady's bedroom. Yeah, so like you're a monster and monsters sleep in attics. We all know that this. Adds up. So the window doesn't like look out to anything. So even at like seven o'clock, the bedroom window doesn't really like you can't tell if it's sun out or not. Like four days ago, I woke up and I assumed it was Monday, 10 a.m. And I was hours late to start my day. I flew down the stairs, scared the shit out of the dogs, the cats. I woke Jess up, logged on. And I'm like, oh, it's 415 in the morning. And my body clock is just That's garbage. Anxiety. What's that now? The thing I'm made up of? You know what gives me anxiety, John? Uh, giant. I smell, a, I smell a transition coming. Giant cinematic universes when they just don't fucking work. Now, for years, for years, I've asked for a ton of shit because I like stuff. I mean, I like the day you were born. Literally, you were born. Like, gimme, 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 gimme. I just. Stuff is great. And I like my stuff to come in all different shapes and sizes. And sometimes the thing I want won't be a home run. The best way I could describe my first, second, third, fourth, and fifth viewing of Man of Steel, Zack Snyder's Superman movie, was, well, I wanted to love that. And I don't. But it's fine. It's literally better than nothing. Uh, Henry Cavill was good. The suit design seemed okay. But I never loved it. So when I heard we were getting a sequel, I was in a pickle. Because I want more Superman shit. And then they were like, ah, Batman's going to be in it too. And I went, why? <laughs> Fuck is Batman? You got Batman in my Superman movie. <laughs> Batman you got v Superman, Superman movie in my Batman movie. Like, what the fuck? Can we only afford one S for this title? Why is it Batman v Superman? And I saw that movie, and I remember distinctly the first time I saw it, I didn't like it. And I was so in massive need of something that I saw it again the next night. And I determined, good enough. There's potential. The greatest trick the devil ever told was that his shitty first installment was going to lead to a better sequel. Not every fucking film, film franchise is the Nolan Batman movies. Batman Begins is fine, but no one left that movie being like, mm -mm, that's all the Batman I'll ever need. And then we needed uh, Dark Knight to elevate it, to get where we needed to go, right? 
So the fact that Snyder has had a fucking chokehold on the DC movies for so long that I have to do mental gymnastics to find enjoyment out of this stuff because it's characters I love. I love Shazam and I love Wonder Woman. I love fucking Batman despite hating Batman. I love Superman. I fucking, I'm desperate for a Robin that doesn't go on HBO and he's like, fuck Batman. I'm like, come on. Fucking not even, not even for a minute can we get a smile, Robin? You gotta go right to fucking grumpy. Uh, Starfire's here. She's she's pissed too. Why is she dressed like a hooker? What the fuck is going on? So much to my joy, despite the fact that next week we'll be talking about another dark, gritty Batman movie. Not that there's anything fucking wrong, but how many times are we gonna be like, this one's darker. He smiles even fucking less this time. I say all of that looking forward to the Batman, by the way, just to make everyone clear, I'm a hypocrite from Jump Street. They know. The dope, the dope news is, though, the Batman made all the fucking money. And Warner Brothers boss, Toby Emmerich, was quoted as saying, after he showed up uh, with DC Cinematic in 2017, apparently the first thing he fucking wanted was the Batman movie which originally was going to be Ben Affleck's Batman movie and then kind of metamorphosized into what we have now. His other big project was the Joker film uh, with, with good old uh, Jacqueline Phoenix. So then when he was asked, um, what's going on with the sequel? He went, shut your mouths. I don't want to talk about the sequel. He's like, shut, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. He did shut up. say something, though, that made my heart go a flutter. Because it's the thing I've been saying for years now. He said, and I quote, the movies don't have to all have the same tone or interlock with other DC movies or have Easter eggs that sets up another film. Quality is the most important factor for a studio. And the biggest thing you can do to influence quality is the filmmaker that you hire. When I tell you this is goddamn mother's milk to me, I am so excited about the idea of borrowing the real secret sauce behind the current Star Wars franchise pieces. The real thing to steal from the Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't its, its interconnectivity, isn't that everyone sounds alike, isn't that everyone kind of looks alike. Those are the, the, the bad things about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What you want to steal is hiring people like Taika Waititi. You want to hire people like James Gunn, and you want to say, James Gunn, what do you want to do? I want to do characters that no one gives a fuck about. You want the Suicide Squad? No one gives a fuck about them. Sure. Then I'm going to take Peacemaker. Nobody wants a Peacemaker show, but you want to do it? Fucking do it. And then it's the best thing ever. If the Batman is nothing but three hours and 15 minutes of the fucking director's vision... I will high-five people in the crowd regardless about whether I like it or not. Because what I want are these little pocket dimensions that can be their own thing, right? If you can't handle a Batman movie that exists with 50 other fucking characters, then you don't have to jump through hoops to explain why Aquaman isn't at the Gotham City Pier, right? Because there's no fucking Aquaman. And if you're Batman, if they do 50 The Batman movies and they add all the characters, let there be 
multiple Batman running around in the movies. There's about to be. Michael Keaton's coming back, and everyone's tweaking their nipples about it. Bring back a fuck. Do a fourth Nolan movie. I don't Even give a George shit. Even George Clooney, because he's got bad nipples. That's true. He's the most easily accessible. I am so excited about this idea of letting filmmakers fucking swing for the fences with properties. And you and I talked about it in recent weeks that part of James Gunn's secret sauce is that he plays with toys no one else wants to play with. But I still would love to see some of those toys fucking play. What is James Gunn's Superman like? And right now the answer is like it's the Snyder universe, I guess. But like one day if he felt the need, if he wanted to tell that story, let him play with a fucking main character. The one thing I always defended about the Snyder movies where they were his vision, and I'm grateful that he got that 14-hour movie to finish saying what he kind of wanted to say. I'm going to kick it to you. Are you excited? Do you think this is lip service? What are your feelings on potentially the DC Cinematic Universe going the route of the pocket dimension, the true multiverse, where where you can have your cake and eat it too? Hit me, because I just talked for like eight minutes straight. The, um, the, the sad, to me, the sad truth of it is money talks. You know what I'm saying? Like, money talks. So, just to... I know we're talking about DC, but to take it back over to to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, that's what they were doing for the longest time. Whether you're talking, and, and, and I'm talking about different creators, also different, um, you know, you could factor in Fox, and you can factor in Sony, and like the the, the first fucking Hulk movies. Uh, you can talk about the Fantastic Four movies. These are all these were all pocket movies and you can you can fucking bet your bottom dollar sir that if uh, if if fucking uh, if John Favreau's Iron Man had not been the monster critical darling and financial success that it was we would not have this interconnected universe i don't give a fuck how many people showed up with a phone they're like ah have you heard about them <laughs> it doesn't make make a difference but they they were the king of like fucking um you know after credits and mid credit scene that went nowhere we could do an entire show about fucking uh stories that we were promised that we're still waiting to develop because they were never they were never saw all the way through so at the end of the day my short answer is it's about the money because even now with the success that the Batman has had, uh, both financially and critically, uh, we sh we can bring fucking friend Jordan and, and uh, board member and creative uh, uh, creator also Jordan uh, in on this, and maybe even Mike also. There were uh, Batman fans, like Batman fanatics, who were saying like this fucking movie, and then they saw and like oh, eat my words time because I really liked it. But even now, they're already talking like, how are we going to connect in the same fucking breath? So you've got this huge announcement, all oh, pocket dimensions, and blah, 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 blah. and then in the same fucking breath, they're like, oh, but how are we going to connect Joaquin Phoenix's fucking Joker and Pattinson's Batman and this? 
So like, they're saying two totally different fucking things <laughs> in the same fucking breath. Now, granted, they do have pocket dimensions if we're gonna use that rather than multiverse because Maul was gonna, uh, you know, uh, take take ownership of that somehow. Um, like Thor is just ours. No, no, it's not. There, other people can use the name Thor. Um, but if that's what we're gonna call it, like if you look at their entire TV, uh, their TV lineup, that doesn't exist. Even though technically, you got this Flash doing the Flash thing and running through realities, showing up on the fucking Arrowverse that was happening, and then we have. Uh, uh, Arrowverse spinoffs that started in the fucking Arrowverse, but now are no longer connected. And where the hell is Supergirl, Supergirl going? And now you also, as well as have, there was a there was a moment where we would have had two Batman projects on the big screen within the same year that were not even connected to each other. Yeah. Not even like, oh, well, this is that Batman, but twenty years ago. No, 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 totally fucking different worlds. So. I honestly, I just don't believe them. I don't believe them. I don't I, think I, that they have the wherewithal to yeah. tell interconnected stories the way that Marvel is right now. For whatever the reason, you want to call it their organization up top, whether you want to say, well, you don't have the right people in the right seats in order to do that. I just don't think they fucking can. I just don't think they can do it. Now, let, let me... So I. I totally respect that. And I totally understand that. And the truth is, it's that apprehension is, is the, it's the best hat I wear is being like, you guys are fucking liars. You're going to fuck my heart. Um, <laughs> which hurts by the way, I don't recommend it. Um, you like that turn of phrase. That's a t-shirt available this fall. Right uh, in the air order hole. Geeks unleashed. Uh, look for it. Uh, <laughs> don't though. Cause that'll get you flagged by the FBI or something. <laughs> Do, so here, uh, let me let me spin it to you this way. My theory is that we'll all be better off and far more entertained if these movies were able to start focusing on themselves without worrying about fucking three tags, without worrying about setting up their own future. I think we get much more interesting shit. And, and this is why, to elaborate. There is a certain charm. My favorite superhero movie of all time, I think it's the most charming by a mile, is the very first Richard Donner Superman film. Superman the movie. I love Superman the movie. Of course. Even his cut of Superman 2 always was the plant, right? Superman 1, that's clear as day. They filmed it in succession. One, so, yeah. they set it up. It has everything that I've grown to kind of roll my eyes at but i think the secret sauce there is donner underwear was setting on the up outside underwear honestly if it doesn't come back i'm gonna scream uh what was great about donner's kind of two-pack of batman films but even more so perfected by the time we had uh keaton's batman was that even superman that existed always as a two-pack or the better example, Keaton's Batman, which existed uh, to exist. They name drop Metropolis in the first Batman movie, mm -hmm. but there was no intention of introducing Superman. 
there was no intention. They didn't want you to presume Superman existed. They didn't want you to presume that uh, th that Christopher Reeve was flying around. That movie existed in its in its own pocket dimension, telling the story it was telling. By not setting up the next film, I feel like Michael Keaton's Batman is the most complete comic book movie, potentially of all time. And there are plenty of movies that don't necessarily set up a sequel aggressively. If you let filmmakers make the film they want to make, and if you almost make a mandate, be like, don't fucking queue up your next shit. Stay focused. Make the thing you want to make. I think the films overall will be far more uh, enjoyable. I think we'll get a much bigger spectrum. I think if something like Morbius, which on paper is exactly the sort of Marvel film I kind of want. It's dark, it's fucking weird, it's different. Everything about the Morbius trailer and the thing they're building where it's like, it's definitely in a Spider-Man universe. We think it's Tobey Maguire's. It's also in the Venom universe. That's fucking doing nothing but hurting that Wait, film. But everything like. is in the Venom universe, though. So just if we can just kind of back, back control a little bit, because you, you did cover a lot of ground. Yeah, yeah, um, please, rein me in. So, so there, there were a few. I should have taken notes. Um, so, so to to go backwards, and and you can catch me up for whatever I missed. So clearly, the the Morbius movies, and so so the the Sony verse. I forget they've renamed their what they're doing. It was so the Spider Man verse. Now it's the Venom. Hut. I don't I don't know what the fuck. Well, well, we all know what it is. So. Um, a bunch of movies entire, I don't want to see. That entire cast of that's, that's not true also, because even the, the bad ones have something um, to walk away from. And you end up seeing them anyway. So it's like, they, if they already have your money, Charlie, at least try to enjoy the popcorn at least. Fuck. Um, but, um, no, no. Th this was my original point that I wanted to make. So the Tim Burton Batman movies, I would disagree with you. I don't, I could not say for certain that uh, I could not say for certain that there was no intention to have other interaction because he was making a fucking Superman movie. He had every intention to make a fucking Superman movie uh, already. They had, they had production done. They had a script done. They had costumes ready. They had, I mean, there, there are famous fucking photographs of creepy long-haired uh, Superman and and anyone who has had the displeasure, you want to talk about the 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 latter fucking Donner verse Superman movies that that failed and you know God rest his fucking soul. But you know my man Chris was re as responsible as anybody else because he co-wrote the fucking the 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 latter ones. They just didn't have the mo the money to pay for anything that they wanted to do. Um, Hope you like this one scene of him flying. So, You're gonna so, fucking see it a lot. So once again, yeah, they like they went back to like that was George Reeves. Like that's not even the right. Anyways, this is black and white. What the fuck is going on? Um, fucking old cartoon. Like, so, this is so, dope. Wait. <laughs> oh my god, give me a Fleischer fucking, you know, on the big screen. I I'd be there for days. Um, no, yeah, fucking, you know, I think ultimately again it 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 came down to the fucking money. Because if if by connecting them, it meant more money to fill their coffers, you can bet your fucking bottom buckaroo. That's precisely what they would do. I think that is bullshit. 
I think it's you know, fucking bullshit. Do you think that that's still the case? Yes. Do you? I, I do think there was a time. No, no, not the money thing. I know. I know the point you just made. You believe in. That's. Yeah. I'm not that egotistical. My point is, do you think that there's still equity in like? Do you like Spider-Man? Well, in the same universe, here's a Morbius. Or do you think that by virtue of the, it's a comic book character from Marvel. Yeah. You don't think that's enough? You think these movies still gain an audience by having connective tissues to other things that are liked? Yes, 100%. And the reason why it's a very practical, very practical reason being. How many of the original Avengers are left now? Three or something? Three. And so Mark Ruffalo is already talking about handing off the reins to fucking uh, um, Mahershala. Hulk uh, with tits. Come on down. Wow. And a law degree. He's already talking about uh, kind of handing it over. And um, uh, Helmsworth is like, people, I love playing Thor, but I'm sure people are tired of looking at me. Um, By the sheer nature and the length of time that those stories were told over, you're going to have, you have to have drop-offs. So as much as we, we just using Superman as an example, to tell, uh, to tell a connective arc all the way through for as long as you want to keep on telling those stories, you have to introduce other characters and characters that can be spun off to go do their other fucking thing. So, again, no, I, I don't believe them when they say that. And uh, I think that the most interesting storytelling, I mean, we used to literally challenge ourselves all the time. Fucking throw in this character, throw in that character, take this one that stinks, fix him up. How would you do this? How would you do that? We do it constantly. And on the same token, we literally just sat here bitching about the fact like, oh, here comes another Batman thing. It's like he's fucking hard to keep track of. And there was one point where, and this is me, I'm... I'm Mocking my own voice when I say this, there was gonna be two Batman projects at the same time, and ba 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 ba, three if you included the animated fucking versions. So we literally want we want our cake and to eat it fucking too, and we're also gonna as well as make fun of the fact that we're all eating cake. So so no, I I don't think that that works. I think that ultimately, the most interesting storytelling. Uh, is yes, is letting directors do what they do best, what interests them. But I think it's what they're doing with with um, with creators like James Gunn and Taika Waititi. When you say, "Hey, I like your work. I think you're the bee's knees." What character characters projects would you be really interesting on putting your stamp on? But by stamp, we're not saying to um like at the end of the fucking keaton batman they kill joker they kill him with bullets that is the that is the sin of all sins in comic book telling comic books are not intended comic books is not legends of the fall where like you're burying every third person you see five minutes after you see them comic books go on 
and it's legacy storytelling. That's you want to talk about charm. That's the most charming shit about them. Is like, oh, did you hear about this one time that Aquaman and fucking did this and uh, and that happened a long time ago, and he's still out there fucking fighting fish right now. That's the ultimate charm, I think, of comic book storytelling. So yeah, but... if you want to say this was an adventure that was had, and tomorrow there might be a whole nother adventure, that's where but, the magic lies. But and, and because I do want to eat, I do want to have my cake and eat it too. And let me just let me just end with this question to you. Yeah. So I should be. Here's the crossroad, and here's the hill I'm willing to die on. Because I think you and I are diametrically opposed on our views on this. Mm -hmm. Are you saying that we've had enough Iron Man stories for now until the entirety of Marvel reboots? Because that sucks. I want fucking... As much as I love um, new characters getting the spotlight, yeah. I there are still a billion Iron Man stories I want to see. Why no. should I be denied... A Who new Iron Man film because his ass is dead. No, what I said was this is the reason why they why they do it that way, because uh, uh, you know as much as we love fucking uh, Downey Jr., he can't come on even even if you were just doing the fucking the 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 heads up display and everything else to see you he's still he's first and first mostly there are other things that he also wants to do. You cannot lock How in somebody he? for a thirty year fucking window. Um, so yeah, a hundred percent. There are other Iron Man stories to tell, in my opinion, far better ones to be told, but you have to finagle it, uh, to tell them sometimes in different ways, whether it's a series or whether it's an animated or whether it's whatever, whatever the case might be. Now you raise an interesting point when you're talking about like, go letting creators do what they got to do. Well, like what James Gunn did and what fucking Taika Waititi, they were doing it for Marvel. So yeah, granted, James Gunn is fucking, you know, hitting home runs, uh, over at DC now with fucking with um, Suicide Squad and the Peacemaker player. series and and everything like that. But that is connected. So like here, he actually is both proving and disproving your point at the same time because he is doing his own thing, and he is on the edges of those connected stories because until Flashpoint. And I'm going to give Joker's dream uh, credit before we run out of time. Um, DC, for all of their fucking bullshit that they're spouting, that Charlie's just fucking like, yeah, yeah, whatever you say, I'll, I'll be there. It's just like Charlie's pull list. Whatever the fuck was in his pull box, he was going to pay and take home and fucking ingest. Uh, that's how he is with DC fucking, uh, um, you know, spitting out what storytelling. I'm fucking um, loyal. You got to give so, me that. Joker Stream, he, he raised a very good point. They literally just fucking announced today delays for the release of both the Aquaman sequel and fucking Flashpoint. They're delayed. We're not going to see them this year. You got to wait till next year now to see them. Now, granted, for Charlie's, uh, for Charlie's satisfaction, we are going to see Shazam a little earlier. Black Adam was pushed back. So, like, DC, what the fuck are you doing? You can talk all you want about, like, well, we've got pop dimensions, and we don't have to tell connected stories. Hey, you know what? Maybe put out a movie that's not about <laughs> a fucking a talking dog that's, that's, you know, animated on the Commodore 64. Hey, fuck you. Maybe. That good. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Um, so, so uh, once again, I hate to be a pessimist. 
when it comes to four color funnies. But DC, and I love them, they literally have left me no fucking choice. I am at the point, I am with DC the way I am with the owners and the players union uh, with the fucking MLB strike. I'm in a show me mode. I don't want to hear anything from you. Shut your mouth. Shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut, shut up. Show me now. Fucking Fair show enough. me. You want to say, oh, we got pocket things going on? All right. I loved Peacemaker. I very much loved The Suicide Squad. There were bits and pieces of the fucking uh, Birds of Prey that I very much loved. And I will watch anything with a smile on my face that Mar Margot Robbie deigns to fucking show us. But mm. that all being said, uh, and again, everyone is saying that they very much love the Pattinson Batman flick. And that is totally isolated. I really, really enjoyed Joker as a standalone. Um, they're, they're flirting with the idea of fucking, um, of, of what's his face, um, uh, showing up as, as a Willem Dafoe. Uh, being like worked into a Joker somehow, some way. Look, the, the funny Boy, thing yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything that I say that might disagree with Charlie's take on it, Charlie and I are coming from the same place of one fuck in one specific way. We're gonna go see it. We're gonna watch it on TV. We're gonna pay money to see it in the fucking theaters. They already know they have us, and that I think is the ultimate superpower. We're theirs. They, we're, con we're already addicted. So they can say whatever the fuck they want. And to a degree, they can put out whatever they want. We're going to be there for it. So, That's no, true. I don't I believe just, them. But I'm going to buy I'm going to I, I would. I would love to live in a world where one day, 2032, the biggest conversation that you and I are having are like, which Superman movie this year did you love more? Did you love the one where he fought fucking Brainiac? Or did you love his the Superboy movie where he was rolling with the fucking Legion of Superheroes? Like, nothing would bring me more physical joy than having a film franchise about the Justice League, Justice Leaguing it, but also simultaneously the fucking Batman pirate movie where it's like, oh, they did the fucking thing where Clark's ship is nicer. Just like uh, the USS Martha, bro. For my brother, who has the very strongest and best opinions in the multiverse, my pocket dimension is going to live in hope, and I'm going to hope we're just going to get fucking more. Give me like 10 goddamn uh, DC movies a year, and it could every year could be the same character. Give me like fucking 10 dead shot stories. I'll pick my yeah, favorite. That, that character is called Batman. They're already doing it, Charlie. <laughs> Touche. Just like the Todd McFarlane toy line. Hey. How about a couple fucking toys that aren't Batman, Todd? You, how about maybe a Spawn toy? I fucking see none of those in stores. I see 85 hazmat suit, fucking Batman, you prick. You, fuck you, Todd. I love you, though, Todd. Unless it's Leatherwing. My friend. We'll, we'll, we'll take a Leatherwing. Leatherwing will take all day. For my dear brother, with, again, the second best opinions in all the multiverse, I am your C. Hello. I am uh, full of piss and vinegar. I cannot fucking wait for the Batman special because no matter what, you know I'm going to have fucking opinions. So Be far, here. I can't Be see. Here I, I just can't. All I've heard is people saying it's good, so part of me is sus as a motherfucker. They're just trying to mess with <sighs> me because that's what they did do. You say sus. Oh, I did. You're Sorry, my, my brain is half rotten. I've been doing nothing but WB2K22 uh, uh, oh, the last couple so days. So fired. 
for my dear brother John. You got to do a couple things for me. You got to rate, you got to comment, you got to subscribe somewhere on the podcast format. You got to tell a friend, you got to share a video, you got to hit like on this. Our Facebook likes for this video are way less than the people who are tuning in right now. You jerk, hit the little thumbs up. It's not that hard. Do a heart. Let John know he's pretty as hell. Look at that hairline. For a man his advanced age, his hairline should not touch his eyebrows. It's ridiculous. I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous because your haircut looks so nice. You look like you're ready to star in a superhero movie. John! What? Other than being slightly offended, why don't you tell the lovely people how we end this and every episode of U.S. Comics Cursed? It is so simple. First, you got to put out that recruitment for new CEO of U.S. Comics. But then when that is done, you got to turn the power on. You got to turn the volume up and you got to tune Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save me, space girl. We out. Under the world.